0: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSC. Hey guys, welcome back to Thick and Thin with me, Katie Bilotti. Hope you all are doing well. I definitely have had... <laughs> a low morale sort of day. Today, I have not been feeling super motivated today. And it's one of those things where I have just – I don't want to pinpoint it as being sad because I don't think I'm sad. I'm just like in a blah mood where I'm getting frustrated super easily today. I just – like every little thing has been setting me off, making me upset, like have not been able to focus on being creative or working today and – it's one of those things where, you know, we are often able to take off days of work if we're sick, like physically ill, throwing up, like that sort of thing. But I think that days like today should be considered as well. Days where you're just not going to do your best work and like you should take time off. And I really tried. I tried to close my eyes for like 30 minutes and take a nap and try to recover from like whatever this mood is and get over it. Cause I started off the day feeling fine. Went to the gym, worked out, came back, posted a ton of stuff for a brand, like did some work. And then I don't know what just like settled in, like it just a, a gray storm cloud just settled over my head. And I got so overwhelmed. I like tried to finish deadlines and things and do things, but I just got so frustrated with everything that I needed to step away and – Instead of stepping away super far I just stayed in the darkness of my apartment all day Because it's so overcast and gross outside And that was definitely not a great decision Because You know, I really should have just gotten outside But now it's too late It's already 5.43pm on Wednesday And I have to submit this episode And it's just, you know There's a lot happening right now But you know what? I find my best episodes happen When I have a lot of feelings I have a lot of angst A lot of like emotions that I'm processing. So that is what I'm going to do this week on the pod, everyone. I'm just going to process everything I've been feeling because throughout the day today and even last night when I was also in my feels, I wrote a ton of things in my notes and I found this article posted by The Cut that just ties in beautifully to how I'm feeling right now. So it's not going to be a super historical Episode, But there's definitely some stories to be told, and if you are feeling a little bit down the dumps or just in a rut right now, this, this is a good chat for you to listen to because I am right there with you. I've had multiple times today where I'm like, should I just quit and leave New York and go live in like Montana somewhere on a ranch, <laughs> like away from civilization? Wouldn't my life be so much easier if I did that. If I didn't have my own business and maybe I worked for someone else and had someone else tell me what to do, and maybe it would be easier if, 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 and I jumped to all of these ifs, and you know what? Life gets hard, but you can't run away every time life gets hard and the work gets hard and you get overwhelmed by the place that you live in. You can't – I mean, you can, but you should see – how it feels tomorrow because I oftentimes am one of those people that just like gets overwhelmed and wants to bolt and I'm very impulsive sometimes. So I've been working on not being impulsive, thinking through my my texts to people and thinking through my relationships and saying yes to things or saying no to things. I'm trying to pace myself. And I actually speaking of, I wasn't planning on mentioning this, but I saw this Um, This tweet. I guess it was reposted on Instagram, but it's really funny. It says, the best email signature I've ever seen is, quote, it is normal for me to take two days to read my emails and two more days to reflect on the matter and respond calmly. The culture of immediacy and the constant fragmentation of time are not very compatible with the kind of life that I lead. Now, doesn't that sound nice? I wish... (laughs) I could live like that. I get stressed knowing that I have unanswered emails in my inbox. I did this stupid thing and I accidentally deleted my Gmail app off of my phone. So I just re-downloaded the app yesterday because I realized that I didn't have it anymore and I don't know. I've been running out of space on my phone. The iCloud storage isn't working. So anyway, deleted that app off my phone and then I redownloaded it and I accidentally set my notifications to on. Like every time I get an email now, I get a notification. And before I used to have to open my app and see all the emails there like but I could do it at my own pace. Like when I wanted to see all those emails, I could I just open the app and see them there and not they wouldn't instantaneously come into my inbox or just like onto my home screen of my phone, just like a text message would. Like I already had enough text messages during a day and now I get all my emails too. Some of them not even be making any sense because they're like spam. And it's just it's just a lot of messages, a lot of screen time that I don't need. And I think that that, now that I'm talking it out and verbalizing my stress from today, because previously I was just sitting here bottled up in it and feeling like I'm going to explode. But now that I'm talking through it with you guys, I've realized that a lot of my stress was probably due to that. I need to turn those notifications off and find some peace, find my zen. I think after this podcast, if I have some daylight left, thank God for daylight savings time. Although today it didn't really matter because it's been so gray and disgusting, but hopefully after this podcast, I'll maybe have a second to go walk over to my favorite ice cream shop in the city, Van Leeuwen, get a single scoop mint chocolate chip, and just be (laughs) without my phone. I mean, I'll bring my phone for the sake of tracking. Like My biggest fear is Something happening to me and not being able to use the best part of the iPhone to my advantage, the tracking feature. Heaven forbid. Like, obviously, I hope that doesn't happen to me ever, but you know, you have to be safe and you can't just leave your phone at home. I used to be crazy when I lived in Venice in LA and I used to leave my phone at the apartment. This was during COVID, I guess. So, like, there weren't really many people out and about anyway, but I would leave my phone in my apartment in Venice and I would walk to the beach and go for a swim in the middle of the day and then walk back and like just not have my phone. And it was very freeing but also very unsafe now that I am thinking about it. Mom, if you're listening, I don't do that anymore. But anyway, single scoop of mint chocolate chip is calling my name. I think that is what I need. You just, I think life is all about when you get into these moods, when you get into these – weird periods of time where you're feeling like you're comparing yourself to other people and you just feel really down on yourself and not proud of yourself and not happy. I think it's all about figuring out what you need. Like what do I need right now? Because clearly I'm not getting something that I need, whether it be validation or words of affirmation or rest, sustenance. Like there is When you are feeling this way, it is because you are lacking something, not lacking worth or anything that deep. I'm saying that you're just running on empty in some way. I always feel this way. Like I'm running on empty. I'm out of gas. I'm out of fuel. (laughs) in some, one of my tanks, because there's a lot of different tanks, it's like you're hungry, you're tired, you know, the usual things. And then also like creatively or emotionally romantically things like that. You got a lot of tanks in there. You got to figure out where the leak has sprung, where which one of them is leaking and you're you're out of fuel. <laughs> I'm really going places with this with this analogy. You figure out where you're leaking and then figure out what you have to do to patch up that leak, okay? What do you need to do to fill yourself back up again and get back to being you again? What is that thing that you have to do? And for me, I think I just need a little bit of Time without technology because technology is my job and it's an asset and it's something I love to do and use. But it's also my greatest downfall because that is also the grease on the gears that turn in my head and cause me to spiral out of control and hate myself at times, love myself at other times. It's just such a confusing world that we live in today. Like it just it really is confusing having all of this messaging and storytelling and reporting be so instantaneous and so on the fly and on the spot and in your face 24/7. It's just It makes me wonder if it's all healthy, not really having time to process anything before we're expected to be in the know and able to comment on it and able to keep up with all the people that have social media presences. And it's just so much. (laughs) It's just so much. I've said this in the past, but we're not supposed to know this many people. Like having access to this many other people's lives is a very new thing. And we should not beat ourselves up for feeling overwhelmed when we feel that we have indeed had too much exposure to other people's lives that are not our own or anyone in our circle. And it can get overwhelming and you can compare yourself to people whose lives are nothing like yours, but you think my life should be like theirs, or maybe I should be married by now. Or maybe I should have saved myself for marriage, or maybe I should do this and this and this and live here and not there. And you just, you spiral. And for me, I've learned I need to just take a step back from social media when this is happening. So, luckily, while I'm sitting here with you guys recording this, I am away from social media. I am just talking, I'm contributing to social media. I guess not. Right here right now because this episode won't be going live till tomorrow, but, you know, it is nice to just like, let this all off my chest. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the.: Must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, "Hey. <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I wrote this note, actually, in the note section of my phone last night, also getting something off my chest, just like writing my thought process or just what was going on in my head at, let me check, 12.07 last night. I wrote this monologue of sorts or just this like brain dump. And I'm not even sure if it makes sense. So we're going to read it together and comment on it. This is my thoughts from last night. So I wrote, I look around my room in the dark at all of the books that I've read, at the furniture. I dragged over the threshold, assembled and arranged, and I was reminded of my childhood bedroom for a moment, how I somehow went from there to this place here that I've built. Obviously, I've had a lot of help along the way, And I didn't exist in the 1920s to build the original foundation of this place, of course. But the majority of the heavy lifting with what I see when I look around has been mine. It's been my hands assembling furniture, dialing the phone numbers of people I hoped would hire me for my first job. It was my feet that walked me into the conference room to quit that job once I realized I wanted something different. It was my body that went all the way to L.A. only to realize it was not home. I have done so much So why do I let myself break down over the small stuff, over the men who consider me to be too much or those who don't want me for my brains and would honestly rather I don't have any? Why do I compare myself so ruthlessly to other people in my career field, to my friends even? Why do I find it so hard to be proud of myself? Is it that I'm too busy searching for something else that I've completely turned my back on what I've already done, what I've already accomplished. I think it's time that we turn around. We're not at the top of the hill yet, but we're somewhere on the side of it on the dirt road, incline, working our way up. And instead of periodically looking back to see how far we've come, we're only craning our necks up, trying to predict what the top looks like. Turning around is something that we should really do more often, paying homage to our past selves and how proud they must be of us. Me staring at my ceiling trying to fall asleep back in 2009, my walls painted blue, stars on my ceiling, would be so proud of 2022 me staring at mine here in the city of my dreams. Drops (laughs) Mike. That is what I wrote at 1207 last night and honestly, beautiful, stunning. I wish that that had turned my mood around, but today happened and I didn't feel so great today. But you know what? It is true. I, I think a lot of these feelings have stemmed not just from my email notifications, but also from a string of bad dates that I went on last week. And if you guys listen to Match Made in Manhattan, my other podcast, which we release on Tuesdays-ish sometimes, (laughs) we're trying, but it's called Match Made. um, I unpacked, I guess, both of them. Yeah, both of these people that I had been talking to that really just made me feel low And one of which told me like basically was just ripping on my influencer career and making fun of me in that way or making me feel less important because of that, less accomplished, less just uh, poking fun at it, okay? Too much to the point where I didn't find it funny whatsoever. And it's been hard for me to process the emotions I felt from that because at first I thought I was being dramatic and then I realized that it's just I need to – work through it because it's not resolved. I'm, I've i been feeling weird about it ever since I heard this on this date that I'd be perfect if I wasn't an influencer and then him just making it, taking every opportunity to rip on what I do for work and treat it like I, I don't have a real job, asking me if it's nice to be able to sleep in when I'm hungover because I don't have real work to do or just a number of things. I don't even feel like revisiting it right now, but I think that that contributed to my bad mood. And it just sucks because I, my bad mood is because of a stupid guy that's walking around in New York City, not even knowing that he upset me because I just don't even feel like talking to him again. <laughs> just, I don't even feel like telling him, you know? But I saw this thing on Instagram that did help me last night. It said, anytime someone tells you that you're too Something. So, too much, too ambitious. There's just a million things you could insert there. Anytime someone tells you you're too something, that is probably your biggest gift and their biggest shadow. And that was posted on the account to be magnetic on Instagram. I randomly stumbled across it on someone's Instagram story and reposted it. And honestly, I really needed to see that last night because. I, I've said this so many times guys and it's one of those things where I know this to be true but it's very hard for me to wrap my head around it and I'm sure many of you guys have the same issue where you know that the person you're meant to be with will never make you feel like you are too much like you are too something they will think that you are perfect for for that reason like that is not a flaw it's a sparkle it's something interesting about you it's something good and it's it's so true and i know it i know it to my core but that doesn't mean that i'm not going to get upset when someone implies that i am too something right i am too much or my career is too weird or i just i feel misunderstood so i'm going to make it my own flaw like it's my fault that i am being misunderstood which doesn't make any sense at all but I still feel that way. And so I was reading that. This is kind of just like the process of me figuring out where I need to be patched up, okay? This is the episode, guys. So honestly, we're going on a ride. There's a few other things that I saw on social media that ironically, because that's the thing I wanna get rid of, um, that did contribute also to my feelings and to my healing. So there was this one... Thing that tinks posted so tinks you guys know social media like big sister whatever I tend to really like and vibe with her advice. There's some things I don't agree with But that's the nature of any person on the internet. I respect her. She Didn't ask me anything which she does like every monday And one of the questions was why do I attract men who only want to sleep with me? and Her response struck a chord in me And I don't know if it's a good one. So she said, could be your ego going after guys you deem a challenge or it could be low self-worth. Either way, please try to figure it out or figure out why because I know for sure you deserve a guy who wants more than just that and you can absolutely have it. So just spend some time maybe with a therapist or even just self-reflecting because you deserve more. You deserve what you want. And something about that – just it it struck me as like I was annoyed with her answer only because you know oftentimes when you read an answer that maybe is like super true but just like hits home in a really uncomfortable way that is how I reacted to this response because it's not my ego necessarily I really I think it's I have low self-worth sometimes or I just am wanting something to work so bad that I just do things that I look back on and I regret. I regret in that moment when the guy was making fun of my job, just laughing and trying to change the subject instead of standing up for myself. Like There's so many ways where I know my worth and I know that I'm powerful and that I am capable and I am so many things, but I don't in some circumstances or some situations don't act like it. I don't. If anything, I – slap myself in the face. (laughs) Literally. So keep this response in mind. And the final piece that I'm going to connect the dots with is this article, conveniently posted today by The Cut. It was written by this woman named Hannah Orenstein. I hope I'm saying that right. She's an author. And she wrote this article that was titled, My Ambition Turns Off More Men Than It Attracts. It was posted by The Cut, and earlier today when I was trying to take a nap because I was so overwhelmed and stressed out, I instead – thank God I didn't take a nap because I was scrolling on Instagram and I found this article and I'm glad that I read it because it really has given me some good clarity. So I'm going to read a few little excerpts and comments on it. She said, last winter – I matched with a tech entrepreneur on Hinge. He mentioned he recently sold his company. I complimented his work, which seemed impressive, and asked a question about it. Did I see you wrote a book? He asked me. My profile lists my job title as author. I replied, I've written a few. His response, wow, you didn't have to flex on me that hard, winky face. It wasn't a flex, just a fact. He asked me out. We met on FaceTime first. He told me my vibe was presidential and that I was very well-spoken and like an adult. He was 32 to my 27. By the way he said it, those didn't sound like compliments. Still, I agreed to a second date. Dinner outdoors at a bistro in Chelsea. Our banter over everything from politics to pop culture to style was fine enough, but he really lit up. When I stood up to use the restroom, that's when he made an enthusiastic comment about how I looked in my leather pants. I only wished he could summon that same level of enthusiasm for anything I had actually said. He was obviously ambitious, successful, and opinionated, but it seemed as if he didn't want to see any of those same qualities in me. And that really ties in to Tink's Q&A response of, you know, this guy just wants me for my body or just like for Sex to sleep with blah 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 and she's like you deserve a guy who wants more than that and you can have it So reflect you deserve what you want, you know, I think we all know this we all know it But it's just so darn hard out there. Okay. I have really tried. I've really put myself out there. I've gone on sometimes like one to two dates a week and yet nothing. I get stuck with a guy who <laughs> tells me that I'd be perfect if I wasn't an influencer, if I didn't have my 13 year long career that I've had and the the amazing things I've been able to do with that career and the amazing people I've met and the lives I've been able to touch. And like, I just, I'm mad that I didn't stand up for myself in that moment. I'm mad. I just, I think I'm a little too go with the flow. Sometimes I just don't want to ruffle feathers if it's not necessary. And that was a moment where it was necessary. And I I dropped the ball, but I won't be going on another date with that guy ever again. I just truly will not. But I think that ever since that date, it's really just been something that sat with me and I haven't been able to get over it. And this is me getting over it, okay? I'm over it now. I'm working through it because when I say it out loud and when I read articles like this from The Cut where other women who are great, like they experience the same sort of stuff where it's like they feel that guys are looking at them for one reason, one reason only. They wanna brag about some part of you to their friends, but they don't want to value you for that. Like, I'm sure that guy told his friends, like, oh, I went on a date with an author. But to you, to the the woman who wrote the article, Hannah, he's just going to comment on your pants because he does not want you to know that he's intimidated by you. And that is the truth. That is how I feel about these sorts of situations. And I'm just, you know, New York is just getting to the point where I love it here. I love this city. I love my friends. I love most parts of my day-to-day, but it just – it does get lonely here. It does. And I've I've gotten the question in Q&As before, like, are you lonely? Have you been lonely in New York living alone? And truly, I, I usually do not. I don't know what's coming over me recently. I think it's me spending so much time on TikTok and seeing that there's so many people in this city that are happily in relationships and are just comfortable – and It's not hard. It's not a struggle. The person sees eye to eye with them. Of course, I only see what's on social media. That's true. Now that I'm thinking about it, like I only see what they want me to see, but it, it does go to my head a little bit or get it messed with my head a little bit. I'm not going to lie to you. And Seeing a lot of my close friends succeed in ways that I haven't, and I it makes me turn inward and try to figure out what I... I'm doing wrong or like, I need to take inventory on my life and figure out what I need to get rid of. Do I need to lose weight? Do I need to lose this part of me and like be cooler somehow or be less genuine or humble and post more thirst traps? I don't know. What do I have to do? Like, what do I have to change? When I know also that I I don't need to change a single thing. I need to maybe change the guys I'm going on dates with. Maybe that's one thing. Maybe I'm choosing the wrong people to give my time to. But, oh gosh, guys. Ugh, I think this is just another a start of another dating hiatus while I figure things out. I'm going to lean into my friends, lean into activities. I have some trips coming up. like Just lean into my work because it's just feeling like a lot recently. You know that feeling? Just feeling like a lot. feels like I need a scoop of ice cream to get through this week. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I just – I always just catch myself thinking – or wondering, did I make the right decision in so many ways? Like, did I make the right choice leaving Maryland for starters, leaving that bedroom with the blue walls and the stars on the ceiling? Like, did I, would that version of me be happy with the path that I have followed to get me here? Because sometimes I really think my life... Because I I look back, of course, I'm on Facebook still. Like, (laughs) I mean, I still have it. So I can check people's birthdays, obviously. And I look in there sometimes and I see all these people that I left behind at my high school that I wasn't like close with by any means, but I was Facebook friends. I remember back in the day, the Facebook friend number was currency. And it was like, the more friends you have on Facebook, the cooler you were. So I befriended on Facebook a lot more people than I would even say I've spoken to. But I've seen, noticed a lot of those people have built amazing lives back home and were never itching to leave as much as I was because I've always been itching to leave. I've always wanted to leave and go on to the next best thing. And it's like what I was saying earlier, the thing that I read from my 1207 thoughts last night, or I guess this morning, 1207, where I feel like so much of our lives is spent craning our necks trying to look at the top of the mountain. And try to figure out what is coming and predict that and get excited for that, that feeling that we'll get when we get to the top. But for much of our lives, I would say for most of our lives, we are scaling the side of the mountain. We are in the dirt, in the thick of it, staring through the weeds, and its we don't think to look back and see how far we've come because all we're focused on is the other people around us that are also climbing their own personal mountains and are maybe higher up than us. Some people might even be at the top of their mountain and on the way down, but we don't know that. We just see them at the top. So (laughs) that is what I tell myself when I'm comparing myself and spiraling out of control, which is what I've been doing today. Just a lot of overwhelming feelings and a lot of you know, it's one of those things where I am a smart girl. I know that there are certain things I can do to lessen the stress that I feel on a daily basis, but I'm also ambitious and I also have big dreams. And I know that there are certain things I need to do for me and for others to get to where I want to be. And I think that it's such a weird balance where it's like, it, there's just certain things that don't bring me joy that I have to do. Going on dates have to do it because eventually I will get joy from some person out there. And it's it's one of those things also where a lot of people say, oh, well, when you stop looking, someone will find you, whatever. I believe that that very much could be true. I really do think that that could be true for me. But I know personally, I will go insane if I don't at least give it a try myself because then if I end up being single in 5 years from now still i'm going to say you know what i should have just i should have gotten myself out there at least i know that i'm doing it and it's still not working <laughs> so it's not for a lack of trying you know so that that is one of those examples but i guess also in my work life there's certain things i do that i know that will pay off eventually and it just sucks right now but it's just it's hard when you when you're knowingly doing something that you really just would rather not do but you know in your in your soul that you you should do it you need to do it and it's really hard for me to identify when enough is enough like when i do need to tap out and stop doing something that is not bringing me any closer to anything good in this given moment it's it's so hard when you can't predict the future because you see TikToks, especially with this current, there's a new trend going around where you just discuss the trajectory of your relationship and that, that moment where if you hadn't gone to that party, you wouldn't have met him. Or if you hadn't said yes to going on a tennis date with your best friend and her brother, I don't even know. I, that was a weird, you know what I'm saying? There's that trend. And those trends are making me realize I'm like, you know what? I'm in no position to say no to things because you never know when it could happen. Same with any sort of business opportunity, you never know what person's party would have been the clicking moment or what what person's post game would have been the clicking moment of when I had this business idea and struck up a business plan with this person who ended up being my business partner. It's just all the who the heck knows what is going to happen. All of that uncertainty, that just drives me insane. I lose sleep over it. I lose sanity over it. I would kill to be able to just figure out what happens I don't know next year Like it'd be nice to just see next year Maybe not my whole life I don't really want to know when I'm going to die But I'd like to see just something from the future Just to let me know that I'm doing okay Like am I on the right path? I have no freaking idea I have no clue Does any of us know? Do any of us know? (laughs) If we're on the right path Because it's getting very murky And I don't trust myself half the time To make the right decisions (laughs) for myself You know? Okay. Anyway, that is just that was a super truthful episode of the podcast. I promise you guys I will work on a better episode next week with more tangible storytelling or something like that. But I just needed to get this off my chest. I needed to just lay it all on you this week and be honest because I will never, ever not be honest with you guys. That is the truth. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. I will talk to you all next Thursday hope you all stay well this week and figure out where your leaks are and patch them up all right talk to you guys later bye